0: For nearly 30 years, the California Theater has been an abandoned building. The prime piece of downtown property finally has a future, one that appeases both developers and those that wanted to preserve portions of the theater's architecture. Using the exterior of the theater, a 474-foot futuristic tower will be built with 444 new units. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Phil Molnar, you cover real estate for the Union Tribune, and there's a big real estate deal going on soon with the California Theater. When you explain, what is this new plan?
1: Okay, so the California Theater is was built in 1927. It's one of our older buildings in the downtown area, and it's kind of falling apart. It when it opened, they played like black and white films, and then it went to like the talkies, and from there, it started having events and concerts. But it's basically been closed since 1990. Mm-hmm. And efforts to tear it down and build something new have been stopped in court by preservationists. But we finally have a deal that may mean a very big development
0: coming. And basically, what is this deal?
1: So the deal with a preservation group called Save Our Heritage Organization uh, basically would still knock down the building Mm because they can't save it. Everyone agrees they can't save it because it's just like too badly falling apart. But this time they're going to rebuild it to look almost exactly like it was before. They're gonna use materials from the outside as much as possible to recreate it. And then from there, it's gonna basically look like the old California Theater Building. But uh, on one portion of it, there'll be a gigantic 470-foot tower coming up out of the inside of it.
0: So how many stories is
1: that? It's gonna be more than 40 stories. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's gonna be pretty high up there. It's gonna be one of San Diego's biggest towers. And the interesting thing about it, too, is it's going to have 444 condos, Mm -hmm. which makes it the most units of any condo building downtown.
0: Yeah, and we certainly need more supply of apartments. Anything helps?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the interesting thing here, too, is because it's condos, it's actually for sale. Uh We've had a real lack of condo building downtown, actually throughout the entire county. Mm -hmm. So it's actually pretty big news that it's actually a condo. Like It would be big news enough that if it was just a 444 condo tower but the fact that it's like this california tower this kind of junky street that nothing's been happening for a long time it's it's sort of a big deal for the city and everything if it gets approved
0: certainly that location's strange it's c street it has the trolley on it and there's a lot of homeless people that hang out and it seems like that whole stretch of downtown has like been blighted for years
1: Yeah, it's. I don't really understand it. You know, as someone not from San Diego, it's the strangest thing. It's like, okay, I'll be on B Street or I'll be on Broadway, and it looks okay. You know, there's, like, a lot of businesses, new restaurants, all this kind of stuff. But for some reason, the C Street, which is so perfect because it's right along the trolley, like, there's, like, a half a dozen shuttered businesses, and like I said, the homeless population is really heavy there. Um, Part of it is, you know, there's an abandoned building, so they... You know, it's not a bad place to sit if you want to get out of the way of people, but also there's like a 24-hour bathroom nearby mm-hmm. and these porta-potties that are nearby as well. So And also you know,
0: Golden Hall where some homeless people are staying right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a big spot for homeless, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're getting in the way of like businesses or anything like that because there's nothing going on.
0: Yeah, and that's just kind of what happens when you have an abandoned building and people don't have anywhere else to go. They go there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And... You know, I included a lot of links in my story. If people get the chance to check it out, because you know I can't do it, but a lot of people have snuck into the theater and mm-hmm. taken some. I, I, got, I hate to say I would get in trouble, but there are like some really cool. Yeah, pictures. I shared that link as well. That was yeah. pretty nice to see. <laughs> oh my god, the, the the videos and stuff of the old projectors—it's all still there. I mean, the place is crumbling around you. It's got probably it's very asbestos to break and, and, and lead and. You know, one funny thing yesterday was I decided to do like a walk up and down C Street, even though I do it all the time, but whatever. And it was funny because I actually noticed there was chunks of the building, the California Theater, that had literally fallen off and were sitting on the sidewalk. So, I mean, it's, it's
0: definitely in the tubes. Yeah, and to reiterate, don't trespass. It's dangerous. It's illegal. Don't do it.
1: And... I think they might have tightened security around there, because I did do like a walk around the building, and I could think of a few crazy ways I could maybe get in, but they've actually put in like um, barbed wire, and it it just looks a little more boarded up than I've seen it recently. Mm -hmm.
0: And also, what's the time frame for this? When is there going to be the demolition of the original building?
1: Right. So, okay, it's got a few key steps coming up. So, about in July, the downtown planning agency is going to hear the plans, the updated design. And they're going to say yes or no. And then from there, it's going to go to the city's planning committee in August or September. Um, I guess, like, best case scenario, maybe 2020. But we'll see, you know, like, I this, this story is a little bit rare because... I would normally wait until a a project is up in front of a board and all this stuff. But there's there's so much interest in that California theater site because of its history and, you know, the city council voting to demolish it and then people fighting, et cetera, et cetera. So I actually just sort of was like harassing, you know, the preservationists and the landlords until they finally admitted that, yeah, we reached a deal and we're in the process of submitting the stuff. So... That's kind of how the story came about.
0: Yeah, in a way, it kind of seems like a good sister story to what's going on with Horton Plaza Of it's been slowly, not obviously as dilapidated as the California Theater is, but similar story of things are not going very well and finally there's plans to fix it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what's kind of weird? Like, sometimes I forget how close Horton Plaza is to that place. Mm-hmm. When I was walking on C Street the other day, I just happened to, you know, look, look down and I was like, oh, there's Horton Plaza. I kind of forget about it because I, I think I like either subconsciously or something was not walking on C Street when I walked down to Horton Plaza. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it, it's just a goofy scene down there. And it, for people that work downtown, it's kind of strange because there was all this news about. You know, basically in March last year. Okay, the demolitions come in. We got the building, and then nothing and happened. Nothing happened. It got stopped, and so for like a year and a half. You know, a lot of us that work and live down here just keep walking by this one fenced up site of a building falling apart, and it's mm-hmm. like, whoa! Like, uh is anything going to? And just you know, it's true. Like litigation slows things down because like months and months, and now more than a year has gone by, and. The site's just, it's a lot of pigeons and, you know, just, that's a blight, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's its strange. like East Village had this massive transformation. All these buildings are going up. Many of them are open now, but the core of downtown where all of the big towers and the, all the workers are from 9 to 5 has been really lagging from that kind of development.
1: Yeah, it's its strange because the, what happens a lot downtown is the preservationist group Save Our Heritage organization. They kind of watch these projects like a hawk. And if there's like a little bit of historic value, they, they do sort of step in. And, you know, for good or bad, people have different opinions on it. But what's kind of happened downtown lately, what I've noticed a lot at the planning agency is, you know, the people, it's not required, but a lot of people are submitting letters from like Save Our Heritage Organization to say like, you're mm-hmm. okay with the project, everybody, just before there's some big lawsuit. So in some ways, I mean, this project is can kind of be seen as like, cool, they reach a deal. But another aspect of it is sort of a note to developers, like, you kind of got to kiss the ring of Save Our History Heritage Organization, excuse me, before you want to go It's just a way to, like, cross your T's and dot your I's at this point for the city.
0: Yeah, and building anything in California takes a lot of planning, a lot of approval. Things have to go through all these processes. You don't want to have an organization like that making it even more hard.
1: Yeah, and, you know, the weird thing is this this process or this project um, is being looked at also as part of Civic San Diego, which usually has a really quick turnaround Mm -hmm. for, like, approving buildings before they can get started and stuff. It's even amazed me in the past few years— in downtown San Diego, seeing a project, go through the planning stages, like, okay, the design looks good, okay, stamp, 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 and then all of a sudden the project gets going. So it's it's a little – it sort of depends on the project, but sometimes it's like – I recently wrote about a project downtown called Park 12, which is mm-hmm. our biggest ever apartment building, and I can't remember. It was like I was talking about, like, well, how long did this planning actually take and stuff – it's like, well, the process started about 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, you know, like just to see that from the beginning to the end. So I think what's kind of cool about California Theater is it, it's, it's a site that a lot of people have a really strong memory about. Mm-hmm. If they were, I mean, the building's been closed since 1990. Like, you know, th- this, this historic theater, but it's like it's been closed for so long at this point. Like, you have to you do think, something with it otherwise. Yeah, and, like, you think of the city of San Diego. We're a pretty young city, mm-hmm. percentage-wise. Like, we have, like, a really high percentage of millennials. So there's so many people being born that weren't even alive when it was in operation. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand if, like, a building shut down near like, 15. You're like, oh, I remember seeing a movie there one time. But, like, so much time has passed that it's like, okay, let's maybe – and I, I don't know if that played a part in the deal, actually. but. Might have. Yeah, I think the, the pressure to save the California Theater might not have been as great if it were like, if this was like 20 years ago, or like, you know, 10 years ago maybe. But at this point, it's like, uh, uh, guys, I think we've got to pass the glory age.
0: All right, Phil Molnar, thank you so much. Thank you. In other development news, Mayor Kevin Faulkner has proposed relaxing height limits for developers near transit lines. The idea is to build more units closer to transit so fewer people will drive to work. The areas with the most properties that would be affected by the new proposal are Downtown, University City, Old Town, City Heights, Encanto, Sorrento Valley, and the neighborhoods around Balboa Park. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Try out some of our other podcasts, too. Our Ideas and Opinion team hosts The Conversation, which features interviews with newsmakers and experts about San Diego news and issues. Our sports department hosts Hot Lava about all things Padres. To survey all of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com podcasts. Until next time.